Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 203, which we're recording on Tuesday, October 8th, 2019. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's been a while since we recorded. I am so happy to be recording. (laughs) It feels so good to be recording. We missed you guys. We really did. (laughs) We've had travels and adventures and we've been in lots of different states and it's been an exciting little break on our end. Yes, yes. So what are you wearing? Well, I will tell you about the three sweaters that I wore on my travels to Stitches Salt Lake. I traveled in my Granito sweater, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. It is an oversized sweater with drop shoulders and pockets. Cute cute little little outside pockets that are a design feature on the sweater. They're very obvious. They're right on the sides of the hips of the sweater at the very bottom, so you can put your hands in or not. I usually don't. (laughs) But it's a very cute sweater. And the common factor in all of these sweaters is that the yarn for all of them was dyed by Western Sky Knits. So that was why I chose to take all these sweaters. The second one that I wore was my love note, which is the third Mm. love note that I've made for myself. And I do believe one of, I I think of it as one of the prettiest sweaters I have ever made. Wow. That's high praise. Just because the two yarns blended so beautifully. Remind people, if anyone who's listening hasn't already heard of Love Notes, yeah, the yarns I'm, that I'm, blend I'm are... thinking about it. There's a mohair, mohair silk, and that is a, a light, fluffy, lace-weight strand that you knit with a fingering weight yarn. And I used Western Sky Knits Merino 17, which is a 17 micron merino, super, super soft at 17 microns. And the merino strand was a gray with little flecks of purple and blue. And when you combine that with the purple mohair, it just came out so incredibly gorgeous. I still haven't seen the finished sweater. <laughs> you have no. I oh my gosh, working on it, but I never it's saw. It's sitting the right jacket. in my room. I will bring it out in a little bit. <laughs> and then the third sweater that I wore is my flam, which is a pattern by Justina Lorkowska. It is a cardigan version, somewhat of a pocket sweater because it has pockets in almost the same place. Now that I think of it as granito, oh, I it, is, it, had pockets. it is not super oversized. It is a little bit shorter and the whole sweater is, if I recall correctly, I knitted a while ago, but if I recall correctly, I think it is three different kinds of ribbing. That sounds right. Yeah. There were some fisherman's rib, fisherman's rib, which is knit one below, I believe. And a couple of other sequences of ribbing, and I just love that one too. And I always get compliments on that one. I'm not sure whether it's the yarn or the pattern. I guess it's the combo of the yarn and pattern that just look fantastic. It is in a color dyed by Western Sky Knits called Rock Girl, which everybody seems to love. It's so pretty. (laughs) It's gray with pink speckles. And beautiful. You were wearing Western Sky Knits because you were working in. I was working at the Western Sky Knits booth. I guess I should have explained that. Yes, that that, is why. (laughs) Our friend Kim, who we love all everything she does. And it was it was a it was a fun show. I enjoyed working in the booth. The only thing I realized I forgot when I got there was some work gloves for setup and teardown, but oh, I did okay. <laughs> that would be a good idea. That would be a really good idea. Let's remember that for future. Exactly. Next February. That's a really exactly. good idea. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I'm actually wearing a sweater today. It, in the mornings, it's been chilly. So I am wearing a boxy, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli, which probably 90% of you listening have heard of, not knit one yourself. And this one that I'm wearing today is in Madeline Tosh. I want to say it's Tosh Marina Light, but I could be wrong, in the Fathom colorway. So it's a really beautiful 
jewel tone blue. It looks like Tosh Marina Light. I think it is. I can't tell if it's plied or not. I don't think it's plied. I don't think so. Yeah, it's either Tosh Marina Light or Tosh Sock, but I think it's the single ply Tosh Marina Light. Light. And it's just a wonderful sweater to throw on over casual clothes because I was working from home all day. And my vacation, I brought one of my sweaters and I never wore it because it was so warm. I was in Grand Canyon. I was in Bryce National Park, Zion National Park, and it wasn't too hot. So we weren't roasting, but I never had an opportunity. Oh, wait, I take that back. I did wear a sweater out at, for dinner a couple times. So I did, and it was my other boxy. I brought my other boxy, which is Neighborhood Fiber Company, in a purpley pink colorway. So my boxies have been getting a lot of wear lately. And that's Boo. Boo has come to join us to say hi. We're actually recording in Charlene's house, which we haven't done since... We haven't done all summer. All summer long, yeah. So you might hear Nani, her bird in the background, and that's Boo trying to get to the catnip toy inside the plastic bag. And what have you been stocking in the last few weeks? Well, I sent you a photo of a sweater that I tried on while I was at Stitches. And it's called Nurtured by Andrea Mowry. And this is another sweater that I have seen on Ravelry, didn't get excited about, but I tried on Kim's Nurtured while working in Salt Lake and ended up really liking it. The only thing I didn't like about the sweater was how the back of the sweater kind of rode up shorter than the front. My weekender does that. Even though, yeah, even though you would think that because of the bust, the front would ride up shorter, but on so many sweaters, I've noticed the back rides up. And a lot of sweaters take that into account and make lower the back, make mm-hmm. a lower back. So that would be the one thing that I would, I think I would try to change on this because the sweater itself is a little cropped. And the way I was wearing it with a layered t-shirt was actually okay. I thought it was okay it wasn't super super short super super short although I will admit laughing hysterically at the sweater when I first saw it because it looked like a teeny tiny kid sweater (laughs) because it was cropped but then I put it on and it looked okay except for that back that rode up so I would have to figure out a way to lower it a little bit And the sweater itself is, I think it's made in DK or worsted. I can't remember which. But I would also try to figure out if I could maybe make it in Sportland Mm -hmm. or maybe DK if it's made in worsted. Just something a little bit lighter just because it's kind of a heavy sweater. So we'll see. That's Nurtured by Andrea Mallory. And then the second thing I am stocking is... Two patterns in one called Dune and Foresta, and it's by Aerie, who we keep stalking. Mm -hmm. We keep stalking her patterns this year. This one is another drop shoulder pullover, but it's got two variations. One is a short-sleeved version where the sleeves are just made of that drop shoulder section, so you don't add on anything else. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where... Where on a long sleeve pullover, when you do drop shoulders, you would usually pick up around the sleeve area. Like and little bird. down. Yes. Yeah, and sleeves. I didn't pick up for sleeves. But you bird. don't pick yeah. up for sleeves. You just so leave it. like little cap it. sleeves almost. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so what it looks like is it looks like a version of those silk shells that women often wear with suits. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of those. But it's got a really nice little lace line down the sleeve from the top of the shoulder actually from the neckline all the way down the side of the sleeve which I really like Hmm. and it's just it's a cute little sweater oh that is cute yeah that's the long sleeve one and then the short sleeve one just looks like a little shell it also has a pattern a, a, a line down the center back I think it's the same little lace pattern and it's just one little row of something. Oh my gosh, we've got Stretchy Cat on the table here. <laughs> I'd be sitting here petting Boo, completely relaxed. Oh no, he's leaving me. He's going to curl he's up on gonna, the blanket instead. He's going to sit on the blanket, yes. 
So the short sleeve sample is made in silk, just like I said, like a, like the silk shells that a lot of women wear with suits. But I could make it in coast. Absolutely. Of course, I could make it mm-hmm. in coast. And it looks really cute. Very basic. Very nice. Dune and Foresta by Aerie. So that was kind of two in one for me. What have you been stalking? Well, apparently it's an Andrea Mowry episode because <laughs> she just came out with a new pattern about oh, a week yes. ago called the Heartstrings Crop. And I saw it and fell in love immediately. It is similar to a lot of her other styles of sweaters like Nurtured and Weekender where it's slightly, not slightly boxy, but it's a boxy style sweater, drop sleeves fitted sleeves and this one is knit bottom up and there is color work in it so i actually have the called for yarn in stash oh wow it's biche bouche it's their smaller it's a light fingering base of theirs oh yes we got that we both got a sweater quantity of charlene and 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 i all three of us bought a sweater quantity of stitches last year because it's very well priced it's very nice and sheepy, so mm-hmm. it has texture to it. And I got the light pink. I know that's a big surprise. <laughs> and I got the gray. Another Shocker. big surprise. <laughs> and in the pattern, Andrea uses four contrasting colors for color work. And there are little stripes of hearts, thus the name heartstrings. And there are other little small patterns like lines throughout in color work. And I'm going to do just one contrast color. So I went online and bought myself a dark gray skein of the same yarn. So it will be light pink in the body and then dark gray stripe. So I'm waiting for the dark gray to arrive and I'm super excited. Other design features of the sweater, it has a funnel neck, which... I have always loved turtlenecks and funnel necks, not, not as much. It's a pretty wide funnel neck, but I don't have a sweater like that in my stash. So why not knit one up and see how I like it. And it has very inclusive sizes. There are nine different sizes and the pattern didn't, I didn't look at the schematic yet. I did buy the pattern, but on the pattern page on Ravelry, where I was looking, it didn't give inches. It probably did somewhere else. I didn't look very hard, but I saw it had up to nine sizes and thought, okay, that looks like nice. a pretty good range. So that's the first thing I'm stocking. Heartstrings Crop by Andrea Mowry. The second thing I'm stocking is a new-to-me designer. It's called the Ariel Pullover, and it's by Unit Toronto, and that's E-W-E Knit Toronto. And this is a really pretty pullover. It is knit with light fingering held double with mohair silk lace, and it has a beautiful lace pattern through the whole body, front and back. And then the sleeves, it has slight drop sleeves, just very slight. And the sleeves are straight up stockinette, and it's really feminine. It has some positive ease, but it's not boxy boxy. It's just very pretty, very lacy and delicate and then you also have the halo of the mohair silk going on with it really really like the sweater my only hesitation is that it's a new to me designer so i don't Mm -hmm. know anything about her patterns but it is a free pattern so Hmm. i can download it and look at the pattern pattern exactly see what you think and see what i think so that's the ariel pullover by unit toronto and then thanks to our friend Alex, who is under Dutch skies, I saw in the What Are You Stalking thread in our Ravelry group, after our last episode, I had stalked a sweater knit side to side. And she said, oh, look at this other really cool sweater knit side to side called Visor by Anna Maltz. And I instantly had to click on that link and go look at the pattern. And it's a, it's knit side to side. So you start with the cuff. Well, this one might actually be the bodies first and then you pick up and do the sleeves slightly differently than actually knitting from cuff all the way to the other cuff and then seaming down the sides. So it might be slightly different construction, but it's still knit side to side and it's striped and the visor is sport weight. And then of course I'm stocking all of Anna Maltz's patterns and she has a fingering weight version too. Oh, The fingering weight version is called Halvis and they're just super cute side-to-side striped sweaters. So instead of having the horizontal stripe, which is most common with hand knits, you have vertical stripes, which is a nice twist. Isn't that cute? Charlene's looking at the Halvis 
right now, which she knit in blue and gray stripes. Just because vertical stripes different, are right? unique and different. Yeah. So I like that. It's super cute. Hmm. So again, there's a fingering weight version, Helvis, and there's a sport weight version called Visor. And they're just slightly different take on a boxy sweater. So who knows? One of those might be in my future. Vertical stripes are very interesting. Yeah. I like it. And I like the way it's styled in the pictures and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Super cute. Thank you, Alex, for uh, enabling me on those ones. Ever face the tedious task of having to drop down and correct a mistake in your knitting? The Fix-A-Stitch is here to help. It's a double-ended tool that uses a patented method to change stitches from knit to purl or purl to knit quick and easily. Check our website for great tutorials and other ways to use it. The tool comes in a package of three for light, medium, and bulky weights. A lace weight tool is sold separately. Fix-A-Stitch is available at local yarn shops around the country more information is available at www.fixastitch.com. And those are the very pink tools that you often see people carrying around. Bright pink. They look like double-ended crochet hooks. Yeah, and they're small enough to fit in your notions pouch. So you can carry them around with you for when you do have to fix drop stitches and things like that. I've had mm-hmm. some experience with that lately. So It's always good to have a little fix-it tool. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what have you been knitting? I have been knitting a couple of things, mostly on my storm shawl, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. I'm holding it up for Gail It's really here. pretty. The storm shawl has three types of stitches three different stitch sections if you will and then they repeat a couple times each there's in a, a garter band an eyelet band there's actually a short row wedge and a dropped stitch band which is very cool you wrap the yarn around the needle several times and then when you come back the following row you drop all but one loop, which elongates. It looks really the stitch. cool. And it looks really cool in the yarn that I have chosen, which is the Huge yarn from Dragonfly Fibers, and it is silver and gold. And <laughs> that I song love. As yes. soon as you held that up, that song went into my ear yep. and it's gonna be stuck in there for hours. <laughs> and it looks beautiful. Silver and gold, drop stitches. Love it. It's really pretty. And the storm the reason the storm shawl has gotten so much love is because this is the project that I traveled with. Well, it's a great one skein shawl. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about juggling skeins. I had it's one long needle and I actually put it purposefully on extra long needles so that I could easily just squish it down to the bottom of the needle pull the needles to the to the end so that there was no possibility of the stitches falling off yeah i never did have it fall off especially for travel yeah because then i can just kind of project bag pull the needle taut and shove it into my bag Mm -hmm. quickly which i had to do several times so that worked really well the other thing that i am working on that i did not take with me on my travels is the evening dew cardigan which is a pattern by ririko i'm so excited to be finally Yay! getting a pattern by ririko after stocking many many of her looks and the evening dew cardigan is knit with a strand of mohair and a strand of lace white uh, and it's sounds just beautiful the way it's coming out I'm really loving this fuzzy fabric I'm creating. (laughs) Fuzzy sweaters. Yeah, it's nice. So, like I said, I haven't worked on that one since before I left for Salt Lake. So that one I need to pick up. I had just started a sleeve, I believe. That sounds right, because you had separated for sleeve. Yeah, I had separated, and and I I had just started a sleeve, but I didn't knit very far on the sleeve. Well, that's good, because you won't forget what you did for the first sleeve. I hope not. Yes, I hope not, or I'll be counting rounds. (laughs) And those sweaters, especially lace held doubled with mohair silk lace, 
pack up into such a small place. I took my ranunculus when we went on vacation. Oh, I squished yes. it down into a plastic bag like you said you mm-hmm. had done with shawls yeah. in the past. And I shoved that in my backpack so that it was always with me if mm-hmm. I needed a sweater. I never took it out of the plastic bag, but it was just no weight, didn't take up any space. It was great. It's funny, isn't it, how you can just squish it down into a teeny tiny little yep. Ziploc. It's fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. It's, it's like a cloud. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so those are the two things I am working on. What are you knitting? Okay, I'm working on two things as well, which are both Hohe patterns. So now it's the Hohe show. I'm knitting the Super Simple Summer Sweater, which is a top-down yoke construction sweater that is striped. And in Hohe's pattern, she uses a wool cotton worsted weight yarn. And I'm using a DK wool silk blend yarn. I think it also has some nylon in it. I'm using Elspeth LeVold's Silky Wool, which I've had in stash for many, many, many years. I really like this yarn. Do you? I really, really like it. It looks beautiful knit up. It looks pretty. It feels good. It's just got like a slightly nubby texture to it. It does, yeah. I really like it. It almost looks like a linen. It almost does, right? Yeah. It's really odd how it knits up to look like it's but a the linen, it has a linen are blend nice and flat. Yeah, I really am impressed with how nice this yarn is to work with. And it's not super expensive. I would say in the luxury yarn end of things, it's very much towards the bottom. It's mm-hmm. not like a Plymouth Encore level, but, you know, it's very reasonably priced. It is smaller skein put-ups, but I think this is going to be a really nice sweater to have in my wardrobe. And the colors I'm using are raspberry pink, which is the color I've had in stash forever. And then I'm using a beige kind of sand color for the stripes. And I had five skeins of the pink, only three of the contrast color. So instead of having even width stripes like Hohe does in her pattern, I have wide pink ones and narrow beige ones, sand colored ones. So I really love how it's turning out. I separated for sleeves a couple days ago. So I'm just zooming down the rest of the body and then I'll have to pick up and knit the sleeves. So it's going really quickly. Really like it. Really love the yarn. Very simple sweater. She wasn't kidding in the title. Super simple summer sweater by Hohe Locatelli. And I'm knitting this for her fall knit along. And the second thing I'm knitting or trying to knit, I should say, is the Ashes Wrap by Hohe. This wrap is a long, wide rectangle and it's knit in mohair silk lace for the first, the ends of the wrap are the mohair silk lace in a feather and fan pattern. And then for the body of the wrap, it's alternating between a fingering weight and the mohair silk. So I chose dark grays and I'm really excited, but I cast on before vacation thinking I'll get it on the needles so I can knit on it on the plane. Well, I don't know what I was thinking because I didn't get past the lace part of it. So a couple problems I ran into. First of all, I have almost exclusively wooden needles because I prefer Mm -hmm. to knit with wooden needles. There are some patterns and some yarns that really react better with metal. So the mohair silk I'm using by itself, it's sliding pretty well against the wood of my needles, but I need something that's, it even has less friction. So my mom has had my Chowgu super pointy metal needle set for a really long time. And they just moved to Oregon, which meant that I didn't know where my needles were. So I asked my mom if she had any clue where they were, and she was able to get them out of whatever box they had been shoved into. And I just got my needles back yesterday, literally after (laughs) my mom's had them for years. Yeah. So I will be able to transfer from my wooden needles to these super pointy, because that was the other thing, the wooden needles, the tip is too dull to pick up this super fine strand of yarn and knit it into a lace pattern. It was so tedious to pick up every stitch that I was just going crazy. So you start with a few rows of garter and then you start the lace pattern. Well, the second problem after my wooden needles was that I blew it on the first two two rows of lace. And you have like 150 some odd stitches on the needle when you cast on. So coming home from vacation, I was on the plane and I took ashes out and I was like, okay, I'm going to start working on this now. 
And I realized right away, oh, my count is off on the lace. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'm just going to rip it back and start from scratch because it's really only 10 rows of knitting. Well, don't try to take out mohair silk lace on an airplane. When you have very <laughs> limited arm space, I had a man, I was on the window side, oh. and the man next to me was huge. He was just like this massive piece of muscle next to me. And he took up the whole seat and his arms were on each of the armrests. So I had very, I was kind of squished over into the window trying to rip <laughs> out my, my knitting and there's little bits of mohair flying everywhere. And it would took over an hour to rip out oh. 10 rows of stitches. So <laughs> lesson learned. You don't want to try to do that in a small space. No. I've heard people use a trick of putting it in the freezer I have heard before that they too. pull it or yes. rip it because then the fibers aren't as sticky. Yeah. In an airplane, it's kind of muggy. It's not very cool. It was not the best thing to choose to do on an airplane. But I did end up casting back on on the airplane. And I think I knit two rows before I got frustrated with the wooden needles. So I call it a, something I'm knitting, but it's, I don't know. It's in its infancy. So I don't know if I can really claim it's a work in unknitting. progress yet. <laughs> Does unknitting count as knitting? But it's going to be really pretty when I finally get it on the metal needles tonight. So that's yes. Ashes by Hoagie Locatelli. All right, so what have you finished? I have finished my third reversible watch cap by Nancy Elizabeth Monroe. Oh, so this pretty. is just a great little pattern. All ribbing with really nice decreases at the top, creating like a six-pointed star. It knits together in fingering weight pretty quickly, and I have a lot of leftover fingering weight, so it's great for my sweater leftovers. And you can knit it tall enough so that you can fold it or you can wear it as a little slouch. And since it's my third one, you guys have heard about this pattern before. But right now, it's my go-to hat. I'm really enjoying it. And that colorway is just phenomenal. <laughs> yes. This is knit in Dragonfly Fibers Red Bud, which is this delicious bright pink. If you've ever seen a red bud tree, then you know how pretty it can be mm -hmm. in the springtime. And this is... It's named after the red Very bud representative tree. of so the red buds. Very buds. pretty. The red very, very pretty. Buds. And that is the only thing I have finished. Have you finished anything? I did. I finished my fourth stash-busting helix hat, which is a free pattern by Jessica Rose. So I've officially used up all of the DK scraps that Charlene gave to me and Carol gave <laughs> to me and all my own DK scraps. The only little balls I have left are from sweaters that I've knit. So I put those in my stash for any future repairs that might have to be done to those sweaters. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the DK stash is knit down, which is fantastic. That was yeah. all the scraps. It's just fantastic. Great pattern. Love it. And all the hats looked really cute in all the colors. That's awesome. The second finish was my second Like a Cloud sweater by Hohi Locatelli, which is my pink Like a Cloud. So I use Neighborhood Fiber Company's Masonette Lace, which is a merino no silk blend in her Joyce Scott colorway, which is a beautiful pale pink with darker pink speckles, held doubled with Western Sky Knits Silk Mohair in the Petals colorway. Was it Petals? Peony. I think this one was Peony. Kim, I'm sorry if I'm getting the name <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but it's also a light pink with just a tiny hint of lavenderish in it. So it's... A, a slightly darker pink than my ranunculus was. My ranunculus is much more of a brighter, lighter pink. So just a slight difference in the colors, but I love them so much, so, so much. And it hasn't been cool enough to wear it yet. No. So I have a stack of sweaters that are waiting for me to take finished <laughs> object pictures, and it's been too hot. And the next sweater on the pile of finished sweaters is the Chana, which I finished oh, by yay. Lisa Niemannen. So I cast this on right before I left on vacation. And like Laika broke your elbows. Yes. Chana broke my hands. Oh. It's my own fault. Ouch. My own fault. So too much knitting? Too much knitting. <laughs> I had a lot of car knitting time. We when you do these national park vacations, there's a lot of driving time. It was actually very uncanny. 
we started an audiobook right after we left Vegas on our way to Utah. We finished the audiobook literally two minutes before we pulled back into <laughs> Vegas the night before we left. It was weird. So the audiobook was 19 and a half hours. So we had at least that long Ooh, of driving yeah, time and a, a week. Lot. A lot of, a lot driving, of time. driving time. So that means a lot of knitting time. And then also in the hotel in the evening watching TV or whatever. So I had a lot of knitting time in yeah. over a week. I knit the entire body of the sweater in about six days, I think. So my hands were toast. <laughs> my thumb joints and then Ouch. one of the joints in my index finger have been really sore. So mm. my doctor said, you have to rest your hands. Yes. Which doesn't compute. How do you, <laughs> how do you relax at night when you can't knit? It's not... In my repertoire, I can't watch TV and not do anything with my hands. It's what I always do. So I ordered a coloring book and markers. <laughs> so it's not exactly resting my hands, but it's a completely different yeah. motion. So I'm going to try that. I did it for about an hour last night before I picked up my knitting. So That's I didn't fun. just knit the whole time. Yeah. But let me talk more about the sweater because it's fabulous. So the sweater by design is knit with DK weight yarn. It's a bottom up sweater, high-low hem, so it has a scooped lower hem on the back, and so you do that with short rows, and then you knit from the bottom up, and the front of the sweater has a pearl bump every so many rows, so it has a little texture on the front, mm -hmm. and it has a really cool design detail. All of the sides of the sweater, it has a slipped stitch rib that goes up the sides, and then that same pattern is used in the raglan decreases, so you knit all the way up to the underarms, you knit your sleeves separately, and then you join it all together, which is a, not the funnest part of the sweater, let me tell you. Bottom-up sweaters are not my favorite, especially in a raglan shape. So you join the sleeves together with the body. All your stitches are really tight on your needles for a little while, and then you start raglan decreases. And those were done with the same cool slip stitch pearls as the side seams of the sweater. So really nice little details. And there was something interesting about, oh yeah, the cuffs, the hem, and the neckline all had like garter, then rib, then garter. So they were cool also. It wasn't just your standard ribbed wrist area, wrist area. That's called a cuff. <laughs> <laughs> cuffs, hems, and neckline. So I really liked the little design elements that she put into the sweater. Now, I used different kind of yarn. So instead of using DK weight, I used fingering held doubled with mohair silk. So mine's fuzzy. And I did a fade. So I used Candy Skeins Luscious Fingering, which is a cashmere silk nylon blend in her peppermint bark colorway, which is browns and pinks and tonal beautifulness, which I knit the bottom part of the sweater. And then I faded into her luscious, cherry blossom mochi colorway, which had the same colors as peppermint bark, but in speckles instead of in a tonal dye technique. And then I faded that into hedgehog fiber sock teacup, which is more of a natural base with lighter speckles of the pinks and browns that were in the other two yarns. So it's just a really beautiful fade. I love how it looks. I held it doubled with Adria Phil Kid Seta, which I'd never used before, and that's 70% mohair, 30% silk in a natural color. So mm -hmm. oh, it's so pretty. I'm so <laughs> happy with it. I can't wait to wear it. I can't wait to see it. Oh, I forgot to bring it to show Charlene, but it's blocked. It's Everything's done with it. It just nice. is sitting there waiting for pictures. Nice. So I have at least four sweaters that I need finished photos of. It's been yeah. really hot here during yeah, the day, so yeah. not photo weather by any means, but... That was Chana by Lisa Neiman and highly recommend the pattern. It was my first pattern by her. Very well written. It came from Twist Collective, which I know that they sometimes, I've heard designers say that they send in a very verbose pattern that gets edited down oh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> so there was one area where I kind of went for it on my own. And after I'd finished knitting, I realized what she was trying to do, but the directions were not clear to me at all at the time. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Overall, I really, really enjoyed the pattern. So that's Chana, Lisa Neiman. So aside from your Chana, one thing that all of our finished objects had in common was they were all knit 
multiples. Like we had knit the pattern multiple times. You're right. I wanted to mention that I got a really nice message from a listener a couple weeks ago who wrote to tell me that at some time in her knitting career, someone had come up to her and said something along the lines of real knitters only knit the pattern once Oh nonsense. because she the the writer of the post to me had knit a pattern multiple times and so this woman made the comment to her and she was writing to say thank you to us because we're so out there with we knit patterns multiple times when we like it and a lot of times it's just comfort knitting when we yes. want something that's easy something that we just don't have to think too much about or just when we need comfort. Comfort knitting is usually something that I've knit before. So I think that real knitters do often knit the same pattern multiple times, yeah, especially the, when comfort knitting is needed. And the pattern has proven itself to be a good one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yay to all of us who are not afraid to knit the same pattern. Pattern more than once, yes. <laughs> And the colors of fall knit along wrapped up while we were on vacation. (laughs) There were 173 projects, not including ours. So I think including us, we were over 175. And it was so fun to look through all the outfits. My favorite part, always, (laughs) every time. There were some awesome boots, especially some awesome cowboy boots. Oh my gosh, I wanted all of them. I loved all the boots. Actually, I just loved looking through the outfits. So do I. Absolutely beautiful stuff, you guys. You outdid yourself once again. So we have 43 prizes. We're going to try to go through these pretty quickly so that you don't get too bored. So Charlene's going first. Okay. We have a wooden yarn bowl made by Mary, who is Coney Island, no, Coney Hot Dog 2004. Her husband Husband made the the bowl. And that goes to... Robbie. Robbie. Wow. (laughs) That's random. Um... Our moderator, Robbie, that's why I say that. And Robbie made the honey cow with a knit hat, knit sweater, knit socks, jeans, and clocks. Yeah, she styled it with every knit object. Well done, Robbie. (laughs) All the things. And the next prize is two skeins of cream brand yarn, which is really, really soft. There's a pink and a gray that were donated by my mom and our friend Suzanne. Susie Keir, I'm not sure how you pronounce your ravelry name but you go to the retreat with us and she needed his leg and she had it with some super cool floral jeans that were really pretty an acre works knitting tool goes to sarah sarah, sarah. campbell it's cut off sarah okay we're sarah gonna have to campbell. expand that row on our spreadsheet <laughs> yes for her willard sweater with black slacks and we have a skein of yarn from Small Bird Workshop. She has beautiful yarn. And the winner, she didn't have her name on Ravelry. And let's see if I can read it. I need glasses, you guys. Malik AF, I think, is her Ravelry username. She was post eight. She knit a teddy bear, but then she also knit a blanket and a hitofude, which she striped with, or striped, wore with jeans and a striped shirt. That was really, really cute. I loved the style. So we have some really cool sheep yarn bobbins from Crafty Flutterby Creations. They look like little lambs and sheep, and you wind your yarn ends around them to create their fluffy coat. They're so cute. Very, very cute and useful. I love the little sheepies. And the first set goes to Kathy, who is straight fork, for her glass houses shawl with a jean jacket. And the second one goes to Trisha, who is tie-dye diva, for her Ursa cropped sweater, which is really, really cute. I saw her modeling Mm -hmm. it also on her podcast. It's really a beautiful sweater. Next, we have one skein of You So Happy Sock in Nightcrawler from Jessica Longcool. And that goes to Carol Love Pie. Love Pie, our friend Carol. For her love note with floral skirt and weekender with pants and hat. I want your skirt too, Carol. And then the next skein of You So Happy Sock in Silver Ring, also from our listener Jessica, who is long cool on Ravelry, goes to Lou, who is Sudsy Jellyfish. And she knit her first ever sweater flax light without the garter stitch. Okay, that's Nani cheering for everybody who's winning. So thank you, Nani. She's cheering. One skein of sock yarn from Kathleen Craft Buzz goes to Kat, who is Cat Pearl on Ravelry, 
for her huhui shawl with a white dress and purple shirt dress with boots. And Kathleen Craftbuzz also donated a skein of Desert Vista sock. And this skein goes to Carol, who is Penguin Pow on Ravelry. And she knit a ranunculus, which was styled beautifully with a white button down in jeans, which is one of our new favorite looks. <laughs> yes. Two skeins of Cascade Casablanca, gifted from Gail's mom, Lori, goes to Elizabeth, who is Roseanne 101, for her Chevron shenanigans shawl with a black dress. And let's see, she also made a ranunculus. Oh, it was with a silky, like, bronze dress. It looked so cool. <laughs> she was wearing an umbrella or holding an umbrella because it was raining. Yes, I remember that. My mom also donated two sets of three skeins of Cascade Souk yarn. And the first set is in oranges. And that goes to Alex under Dutch skies. And Alex knit the Ivale sweater, which was so pretty in pink coast yarn. And I'm knitting that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that one so was really pretty. nice. And the second set of Cascade Souk in blues and grays from Gail's mom, Lori, goes to Rosemary, who is... Snazana for her cowl of weirdness with pants buttoned down, jean jacket, and, and she also did a shawl, a pincha a shawl, shawl. Pincha shawl. Yeah. And then we have a skein of Invictus Unafraid in the Torrent colorway, which is sparkle base. Oh, these were donated from Robbie, our moderator. So boxy sweater gal, who also won a prize, which is so you know, karma. So this skein of yarn goes to Tori, who is Tori Darling, and she knit socks and the Cat Bells pullover, which she was wearing a necklace with it, which, in my opinion, anyone who did accessories got bonus points. So all of you who put <laughs> necklaces and things with your outfits or bags or whatever, total bonus points. And then we have two skeins of hand-dyed yarn from Trish, who is tie-dye diva, weight and color to be chosen by the winner. And a RAV pattern up to $8 that goes to Brenda Castile, who was good stuff for her violent storm shawl with white blouse, jeans, and sandals. And that was her own design. Her own design. Oh, I see. I skipped one. I yeah, see. Okay. Fine. The next one from Robbie is a skein of Wolmai's Pure in Nautic, Nautic Miles, Miles, I think. Colorway. And that goes to Michelle, who is Peaceful 22. Oh, she knits so many things. <laughs> one of them was a bandana cow, and then she knit a playtime baby sweater that was styled with all sorts of cute little girl baby clothes. Oh, they were so cute. One skein of candy skein yummy fingering in superwash sprinkled donut colorway donated by Robbie goes to Allie, who is A.K. Cronin for her ripple bralette and socks. And she had a great peak peak a bra shot that was the one our last episode where she was just holding up and you got to see a little peek of it it was very very cute cute. and then let's see we have two skeins of unwind yarn glisten dk and after twilight from robbie and that goes to debbie who is literature and she knit a love note for her daughter and it's styled so cutely i just love these ones that go to knit worthy friends and family and then from Amanda, who is Arch Amanda, and she has a shop on Ravelry, not Ravelry, on Etsy, her sweater knitter mug. These are really cool, you guys. If you haven't seen them, you should check out her shop. And that goes to Mary, who is M. Gray 289. And Mary knit a leopard print hat, which was super cool with a giant bobble, and a Novelli tee, which she styled with a skirt. That was so cool. Makes me want to knit the Novelli tee, and I've never wanted to knit it before. Okay, and then we have a Tanny Casey laundered canvas project bag in choice of peach or purple from Adrian, who is Classica Classic Age. Classic Age. And that goes to Ellen, who is Knit Curl for her Zweig sweater with jeans and booties. And Ellen is a new listener to the podcast. And now we have five patterns from Small Bird Workshop. She also donated a skein of yarn. And this is your choice of patterns from her store. And the first one goes to Jane, who is Model Widow. And that's for her newborn Tristan baby sweater. That was the second post. And it was styled so cutely with little baby pants and stuff. It was so cute. (laughs) The second goes to Kim, who is Jane Austen. For her super simple summer sweater paired with jeans. And it was cool. Hers, instead of using solids, one of her stripes was in a tonal that almost like did flashing. It was really cool. (laughs) Nice. 
And let's see, the next one is for Alice, Alice TT, and she knit a downtown cardi, which was really pretty. Next pattern from Smallboard Workshop goes to Buckeye Lisa for her pompadou wrap with tea, pants, and boots. And then the last small bird workshop pattern goes to Marcy, XC Horse, which is one of our friends. She knit a really cute cap sleeve pullover that she had with shorts and sandals because she lives in super hot area of California. It was super cute. Then we have five patterns donated by Brenda Castile. The first one goes to Amanda Hanover Street on Ravelry for her Montana mountain cowl paired with denim skirt and jacket and cowboy boots. <laughs> for one of my favorite pairs of boots. <laughs> and then the next one goes to Julie, who is Book Addict 13, for her understated sweater, which was fabulous with a button-down shirt. It was really cool. The next one goes to Stephanie, who is, let's see if I can read that, S.T. Jonah, maybe? I think so. Post number 81. For her cocoa bean slouch hat for her hubby with a winter jacket. Yeah, we had a man modeling. Yes, we did. I remember that one. (laughs) Let's see. And next is Elspeth, Elspeth-H. And she knit the seagrass shawl, which she had with jeans and a t-shirt. I love that casual shawl with jeans Mm -hmm. and shirt look. I I just love it. Love it. And then the last Brenda Castile pattern goes to Jean M13 for her striped tank in bamboo with her year-round outfit of flip-flops. And <laughs> what was the last thing you wrote there? Flip-flops? Oh, she said in any other bottoms. She, any bottoms oh, she picks okay. that. It could be a skirt. It could be pants. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the next two are from the designer Yellow Ribbon Knits. And she de- donated the Ilse Sock Set Cow, which looks really cool. And that goes to Jenny, who is Jenny Bug, for her Sky Above, Earth Below shawl. Next one goes to Christina Wanderlust Knits for her Jessica Jones cowl with a dress and van. That was really cool. That was a cool. good look. Loved yes. it. And that second one is actually a different pattern. It's the Ellie sock set. Ellie sock set so they're cowl similar. pattern yeah. from Heather Yellow Ribbon Knits. Yeah, super Thank cool you, patterns. And then from Jennifer Lassonde, Boston Jen, her Good Reader Tutorial washcloth pattern. So it's a washcloth pattern and more. It actually teaches you how to use the Good Reader on your iPad, which is cool. And that goes to Jennifer, who is V-A-A-H-T on Ravelry for her stone crop hat, which she styled with her knit sweater and jeans. And it was really cute because you she styled it. She's a librarian and she styled yes. it sitting and reading a book. It was a selfie, <laughs> knitting, sitting and reading, sitting and reading a book. It was really cool. And then the Cedarwood Cardi pattern, a hard copy of the Cedarwood Cardi pattern, goes to, no, donated by Jennifer, V-A-A-H-T. That's why that's confusing, because yes. Jennifer also <laughs> donated a prize, which was very cool. And that cool. goes to Joanne, who is mom diggity for her Sky Cardi with long tee, jeans, blundstones, and a necklace. Super cute. Yes. And then we have five copies of... I'm going to let you try to say that because I can't even read it. It's a sweater by Anna, it. who is Yarnesty. And I can't, I need, literally, I've started wearing glasses <laughs> and I didn't bring them and I literally can't read the screen. It's really, really sad, but it's a really cool sweater. I will attest to that, even though I can't say the name of it at the moment. And the first one goes to Jody, who is Alawi, post 21. And that's Jalawi. Jalawi, thank you. Oh, it was a cape. I think she said she started to knit it as a sweater, but then ended oh, up turning it into a cape. Yes. It was really cool. Second uh, second copy goes to Vinter Tales for her cumulus blouse with beads in collar and oh, worn with a floral dress. Yeah, she put the beads in the collar. It was so pretty. The third one goes to Martha, who is Havisham 13 for her buttercup. She said that she had to knit two to get the right fit also. <laughs> Next one goes to the Fibersmith for her peony cropped cardi worn with skirt and necklace. And the last of those beautiful sweater patterns goes to Liz, who is Lizzie 603 for her Ursa pullover, which was with a floral dress and boots, which is always one of my very favorites. And we also have two Fix-A-Stitch prizes to give away. And thank you very much, Fix-A-Stitch, for sponsoring, sponsoring us this us episode. That's for donating very nice prizes. of you. Yes. 
I don't know if you can read my handwriting. I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Because I scribbled and my writing is illegible. Anstey, who knit the Cancun boxy lace top, which was one of the ones I called out a few episodes ago. That is so darn cute. So you want to fix a stitch kit, which has... What they did is they sent the three different sizes that come together, and then they also sent the lace They included the bonus lace tool, so you're actually getting four pieces. Very cool. Very nice set. And then the second set of those goes to TK Wagner, who knit the Raina shawl. Yay. So congratulations, everybody. (laughs) That was like 42 prizes. That's pretty amazing. We tried to get through that as quickly as possible while still giving everyone the fun of hearing their name name announced on the podcast. (laughs) So if you have won a prize... Reach out to me, Gailey Whaley, on Ravelry, and I will either hook you up with your prize donator... Or I will send your prize. We will be sending out a few things, so we will need your address. Yes, we'll need address. And if you want a pattern, you get to pick out your own pattern. You don't have to tell me what pattern you want. But we won't contact you for a while because we want you to hear your name announced on the podcast. Because that's always pretty fun. So thank you, everyone, so much for participating. You have no idea truly how much this means to Gail and I. We just marvel sometimes that we have created this fun event and we get to look at all your styled photos, (laughs) which is something we love to do. It's our prize. Yes. (laughs) Literally. We think of it as a prize. Like, look at all these really cute outfits we get to look at and copy. And we get ideas for what to wear for fall. I'll tell you, if my feet could handle it, I would totally go out and buy a pair of Vans. Oh, to wear with skirts and, yes. and t-shirts very, and very shawls. Cute. That's a great super, look. Super, super good yes. look. Okay, so thank you so much, everybody, for knitting along with us and for all the wonderful comments and camaraderie and everything in the Ravelry group. If you haven't joined us there yet, I hope that you do because there's a lot of love and support there. Yes, It's a happy is. place to be. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Happy knitting, happy everyone. Knitting. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.